Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Real Time with MK Podcast. Today we will be discussing Client Management Strategies for Tough Times with Mega Mekra, Vice President, Client Services at Matt Sankumar. Let's go. So we are going to do back-to-back episodes now. We have some exciting guests lined up and exciting topics. So obviously, when we started the show, we promised you that we will deliver good, insightful sessions. So what we did, what I did was, I did a quick survey with people who are connected to me, with connected to Bats and Kumar, to find out what are the biggest challenges they are facing during this pandemic. And one topic which stood out was managing client expectations and managing clients in various industries. It's the toughest challenge people are facing at the moment. So today's topic, we have I have an exciting guest coming on. She's a champion in managing clients and delivering fantastic customer experience related metrics. So I have Megha Mehra joining me today. She is the Vice President of Client uh, Relations and Implementation, etc. at Matson Kumar. So she's a SSGB and PMP trained professional with over 15 years of experience in client management. She has worked and managed clients across various industries like BFSI, telecom, utilities, travel, and across a various variety of KPIs like customer experience, FCR, NPS, efficiency, etc. Ensuring effective client management along with proven ROI and client delight are our areas of expertise. She has been associated with the client services role for about 13 years and currently she heads the client services function at Madsen Group. In addition to ensuring client delight, her role is also to work with internal teams at Madsen Kumar to ensure consistency in managing client relationships. As a part of current role, she has introduced many initiatives within Matthew Kumar to ensure and enhance our client satisfaction and experience. She has started a career with Convergence before moving to MK at Decade Ago. Uh, so without further ado, let me bring her on. Hello, Vivek. Uh, hey, Megaji, how are you doing? Very well, thank you for that great introduction. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I got your designation wrong because, um, <laughs> you know, you do a lot of things and, uh, you know, it's such a long designation. So it was a tough uh, introduction for me as per, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, what was that? I think you were fine. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, just give me a moment. I'm facing a little bit of challenge with LinkedIn. Uh, I don't know if it's from LinkedIn's end or just a minute. All right, so I just have to change it to my profile again because that oh. event was not working. No worries. Uh, sorry for that. Uh, so today, uh, you know, you might have seen a couple of episodes of Real Time with MK. Mm-hmm. So we started this show, you know, to address the real 
real life challenges which our customers and prospects and professionals are facing across uh, you know various industries so uh, today uh, we will be discussing obviously client management tactics for and strategies for covid 19 uh, so i have a set of uh, 10 to 12 questions curated uh, based on my discussions online and i will be uh, shooting them one at a time uh, and we can take it from there so are you game for it sounds good all right all right so let's start with you know the generic question like for example client management has drastically changed during this event of covid 19 you know every day people are faced with new challenges and new uh, opportunities to improve and changes required so according to you what are the major shifts you have observed during this period well um, i would start by saying that this is a situation that um, anybody i think had never thought of never heard of right Like, like. Uh, you were going about your lives, and you never thought that there will be a time when the entire uh, world, in fact, will be in a situation where you will not be allowed to move out of your houses. You cannot go by your regular life at all. So it's something that nobody ever imagined. Right. But yeah, that being said, I mean, client management is all about building client relationships, right? Creating that um, rapport with the clients. and now you're telling me that i can't even meet my clients i can't have the regular go about and so yes it becomes challenging but that being said uh, i think uh, some of the major changes there something some of the requirements some of the goals that the clients had earlier those were no longer a priority as things changed earlier for example if there were certain goals somebody wanted to customer experience still remains the top for all the organizations but there were a lot of other goals that changed during this pandemic something for example when you were offering tailor made solutions to the clients earlier based on their business goals now that's no longer a priority right. so you really have to change and uh, modify your solutions according to that uh, and i think a bigger sh- uh, one of the big shifts and not really for organizations like M- like mk and all the other international organizations we always uh, utilize digital platforms like uh, zoom or any other video conferencing platforms to connect with our clients because right. a lot of clients are international some are domestic too so we right. were using it to some extent earlier but now it's like all that there is that's the <laughs> way you can connect with your clients right right which becomes monotonous too you know i mean if you're telling me that i have to get be on uh, 15 different meetings in a day it takes a toll on everybody right even Absolutely. if i to, even if i have to get an answer to a question i really either have to pick up the phone or get on a call like that to get all that information right right so the the way we communicate with each other the way we manage the expectations that really really changed during this entire time and companies had to cope with that situation but i would still say that uh, it doesn't go away from the basics where you still have to listen to your customers all the time you still have to understand that um, these are the basic goals that they're looking at now for example there were five goals earlier the x goal was on top earlier but now it's not on top anymore it's probably at the bottom now it's not a priority anymore so as a as an organization uh, they face the challenge of even stepping up to this uh, to this situation to this pandemic that okay now i have to think on my feet right 
I have to be ready with 10 different solutions and then offer them up as my client might say today, you know what, I don't need this anymore, whatever you were doing earlier. So how can you help me now? So I think, yeah, a, a lot of changes, uh, a lot of uh, gestures that are required now. See, you got to be uh, mindful of the fact that what you're going through, your clients are going through the same thing. So how do you make sure that you are taking care of that? How do you make sure that you are mindful of that? So, yeah, I would say a lot of such challenges came up during this time. Uh, you know, the one thing I'm hearing uh, from you as well as a lot of leaders is that priorities have changed a lot. Uh, client priorities, your own organization's priorities, your personal priorities have changed uh, during this different uh, time. I'm, I'm so glad that you joined today because this is such an intricate, such a, such a delicate topic. Uh, you know, everybody is facing challenge with how to talk to clients, how to how to be empathetic. So I'm so glad I have these questions for you. All right. So moving on, how do you think organizations or companies can cope up with this major shift in client management and customer experience at the moment? Um, honestly, I think uh, the key is to ensure that we don't drop the word ball with communication. I think. A very basic step here is that you always talk to your client and that's not just during this pandemic it's it's otherwise also it's a basic requirement of client management building the client relationships so i and i always tell my team that you know what over communication is not bad as long as you're making sense and you're not bugging the client every hour over communication right. is not a problem right. if you have uh, an update for them if you have information for them be mindful, create a, an email communication or a, pick up the phone and give them a call, give them an update. Keep it short, but right. maintain that communication channel. Right. Don't stay away from that. And again, at this point, uh, customer experience is really the key to everything right now. And honestly, if you're not able to give them that customer experience, the competition is massive these days. The clients don't really have to stick with you with, for a particular reason unless you have an edge or you're offering an advantage in terms of small little things. Right. The bigger goals, I think most of the companies do a good job with in terms of, okay, this is your KPI, this is your SLA, I'll be able to meet all of this. You want improvement in NPS, CSAT, you want a certain utilization, I'm able to do that. But a lot of times I feel the little things when those are missed, that is what irks the clients a lot of times. And I think one of the things that should be a red flag is the lack of communication or a drop in the communication with the clients in general. Right. So you, right. gotta be, you always have to make sure that uh, you are talking to your clients. There, honestly, there are no defined methodologies. And uh, I, I'll talk about those a little bit later on how we can make sure that we're staying connected to the clients. Uh, there are certain methodologies that we have created within MK uh, that can help uh, other organizations as well. If those are proven for us, at least. We've seen good shifts in client experience. And there are different ways through which we uh, measure that client satisfaction and client experience. So I'm, right. just, I'm not just talking for just like that. I have numbers right. to uh, support all of that. But I That's think uh, communication definitely is there, opting for smarter ways to offer customer support and if you feel the need then uh, invest in solutions that give the customers the advantage 
Uh, right. I know that there was this recent episode where Gaurav Rai, who's our SVP of innovation and strategy, talked a lot about how you should invest in automation or how you can invest in automation. It doesn't have to be thousands of dollars. You can even start right. with like a $20 investment. Right. Right. That really, really makes sense. And that, that makes sense for us as a company as well. If there is an right. advantage that we can give to our customers by investing a little amount, we should definitely look into those solutions. And that probably gives us the edge over our competitors, right? So yeah, and then um, I would say staying updated of what's happening within your client's business, how to be changing, what's happening in the industry as well. If you're not uh, up to speed of the kind of solutions that are being offered, and if you are not the one who's offering it, the client may opt for a different route, right? I'm not getting what I wanted from you, so maybe I can get it somewhere else, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, and then, um, like I talked about communication earlier, I think it's also important to create certain uh, methods around how that communication is happening. Clients always right. like if you uh, inform them proactively. For example, uh, the one thing that we did was create a communication and an escalation matrix during these times, especially. Right. So, because we were in the process of converting to a work from home environment in a lot of areas we were in a hybrid mode where some people were in the office some people were working from home so it was important for the clients to know who to reach out to and if i'm not able to get through a certain person then what do i do next because everybody was in that uh, moment getting through all of that so everybody had their set of challenges so i think these small little things give you a lot of uh, advantage a lot of edge that right. being said that being said uh, from a client perspective I think there's also a need to take care of your employees they are True. going to ultimately help you manage the whole dynamic right. so I think uh, from what we were doing from uh, an MKER perspective was also making sure that our employees are healthy our employees mental being is in place so that was really, really required because you are committing 10, 15 different things to the clients. But if your employees are not, not ready to deliver, then it will be expected. So it's really, really important that what you are committing, you're also ready to deliver that as well. So from that perspective, that was also required. And talking about the work from home, that was really, um, like I said, unheard of. But so far it was like a backup option that if for some reason due to uh, any weather condition you're not able to get to the home okay let's work right. from home. but yeah. now that's not a backup anymore that's basically right. the, the primary model right now that's a new normal absolutely the new normal these days right. and actually uh, i would give you an example here when we were moving to the work from home environment there we have several uh, bfsi clients who were worried about how the data will be secure, how uh, we will take care of the information that's been there, considering that people will be working from home. So right. there was the need to come up with a, a creative solution, probably a hybrid solution that, you know what? Okay, some of the people can be in the office. Some of the people can be working from home. During the time when we were completely shut down in a completely lockdown stage, at that time, we had to put everything on hold a little bit because again, the security of our customers' information is is the priority. Yes. So it wasn't just about okay, how can we quickly convert everything into work from home? It was also being mindful about 
what the client is worried about. And if right. we can't give them a solution, then okay, what's the plan B to them? So I think um, all of the all of these things need to be taken care of for us to be uh, successfully for us to successfully cope with the situation. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, I, I would like to say to whoever is viewing this, but love, this is going to be a client management 101. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, uh, a follow up question on that, you know, because uh, I've been talking to people and communication, client communication is the most critical piece of the entire, entire puzzle right now. So according to you, how critical is effective communication practices? Uh, for client management during times like Very, very, very important. Like I said earlier, I don't think that uh, we can survive without communicating actively and efficiently with our customers at all the times. And not just uh, active and continuous communication, but for example, at MK, we go by our values, be bold, be transparent, be more. So we, right. we tell our people that be transparent in your communication. Be bold in communicating uh, things to your clients if if there is a challenge don't shy away right that's part of uh, an effective communication as well so if you have a problem you have a challenge reach out to your clients offer them solutions proactively before them asking you okay what are you doing about this so communication absolutely um, completely being transparent uh, and like i said if these are the little things that give you an, an, an edge or an advantage over all of your other competitors. Uh, creating relationships, yes, that's that that's become a little difficult now. But if you can stay connected, if you can stay informed, if you can be mindful of all the situations, communicate with your clients regularly, it's, it will all work out in the end to a better position for us as an organization and as also for the clients. So I think absolutely absolutely important uh, the overall communication piece right i think i think the context and the word you use is informed being informed about your clients issues uh, their challenges and their environment how it is changing day by day is critical for your communication plan also that's very uh, valid point over there all right so uh, i want to pick your brain more on communications a little bit because that's that's the crux of the matter at the moment. So if you can share some best practices that organizations can follow when it comes to customer communications, it can be from your overall experience or from your maths and Kumar experience, uh, some best practices which people can adopt quickly. Sure. Um, okay, I will start with um, some of the initiatives that we have taken internally to make right. sure that we are having uh, intelligent conversations with our clients, right? Right, right. Uh, not just just say hi, hello, or are you doing okay? Other business communications as well, but also, like I said, uh, let's just not reach out to the clients because we have to. Let's be right. intelligent about it. Let's offer them solutions. Let's ask about their issues. Uh, so something that we do at MK, and I, I know a lot of other organizations do this as well, is for all of your customers maintaining an account health related matrix when i say right. account health related uh things like uh, how are things going with the client i mean not not talking to the client about it but what's our internal assessment about how things are going with the client right. sort of right. a, a pseudo csat or a pseudo mechanism of understanding what our clients are thinking what kind of communication we can have with our clients 
for example um, some of the mechanisms that we have at mk relate to the client temperature so we have a rag matrix where we rate our clients on red amber and green and we have discussions internally about if there are any challenges we have to reach out to our clients we have to communicate x y or z to the client Yeah. Uh, similarly uh, we have a mechanism called the uh, client happiness index so we at mk take client delight very very seriously so it's not about just uh, delivering what the client is looking for it is to keep them super super happy to keep them delighted all the time and not just through uh, the business metrics but in general as well uh the kind of engagement that you have with the client how often are you able to talk to the client what of what kind of conversations you're having with the client right. do you know your client's business goal or not do you know if they changed in the last quarter do you know if they changed in the last month right if i am just continue if i'm just continuing to work on the previous goals most of the organization change their goals at least once a quarter so it's very very important for me to have that communication alive that if uh, things are changing now and like i said about not just about the pandemic really we were following this even long before all of this happened right mm-hmm. since the beginning we have these mechanisms in place for a long long time now um, client temperature actually uh, takes into account our proactive assessment or our internal assessment along with if there are any challenges faced by the client raised by the client and how do we measure all of that and we take all of this very seriously if their clients are red or amber rating then how are we making sure that a communication is happening with them telling them that we know that there is a challenge and this is what we are doing about it so i think from that communication perspective it's really important for us to know what kind of communication has to go to the client what topics we have to cover with them if there are challenges then how that needs to be communicated right. so that and again these are uh, one or two of many things that we are doing um, like you said there will probably we have to be another session if i have to talk about all of those right. but yes, some of those are there and i think uh, the one key thing uh, that we do here is uh, we work day in and day out to be able to deliver an roi to our customers ROI and even ROX, which is now the buzzword these days, return on experience. Uh, right. We've been working on ROI for a very, very long time. My uh, my advice to my team always is that you know what, let's not keep that as a once in a quarter thing. Let's make sure that there is a continuous return on investment for our clients. And right. I think sometimes uh, creating a forum for the client and telling them. that these are the things that we have done in the past month or past quarter that really really helps with uh, the overall implementation of all this for example uh, you've done a lot of things in the past one month right you've been able to help the clients with ex- uh, with their nps with their customer experience but then you haven't really communicated that to them uh, in a in a proper forum you had a business review you put that in the business review you had a weekly meeting you added some roi pointers there but i think from a communication perspective there has to be a forum that's dedicated to all of this right. that hey, here is the summary for you this is what we have done for you in the past one month this is what we have recommended to you what do you think about it 
do you think uh, something needs to change here do you think you need plus one information from us here do you need any help in uh, implementing these at your end that kind of communication with the clients is very very important it has to be a two way it just can't be that uh, here are the things that we are recommending and we're done the communication does not stop there the communication has to continue after that in terms of how we can help you and if there is a reason to further i know i'm getting a little bit into the tactics but if there is a reason to deep dive further into this then we're all game to do that but that kind of continuous uh, communication needs to happen with the client all the time and not just on the value but uh, on a lot of other metrics as well you can just pick up the phone and talk to the clients and know about how they're feeling if they have feedback about us and i think uh, while i was talking about the employee wellbeing also that sort of communication can even happen with the client that hey you know we are in the same boat as you are here are some of the things that we are doing it might help you as well so we're sharing this with you like our er team has been doing with our employees we have even shared the same thing with the client we said you know what this can this might help you why don't you try this so all sorts of communications not just on the business metric when you are talking to the clients in general talking about a number of other things that really helps you build that client relationship and that rapport that your clients stick with you longer that's really the edge right right i'm hoping i'm hoping people have their notepads around they're taking notes uh, she is very passionate about the subject you can hear a lot of tactics being thrown around so what i'm hearing is it, you need to be a really you know proactive is a keyword which we all keep saying in our meeting strategy meetings and things like that but this is the time to be really proactive at the moment right so that's what i am hearing from all the tips you just shared so my next question is is a connecting question to this which is empathy you know because empathy is a word which every client relation professional needs to be uh, have tattooed over here or maybe uh, written over here because that's the that's the biggest uh, quality a, a professional can have so empathy has become a much more buzzword at the moment so i want to know how can organizations achieve their goals while being empathetic to their customers during more times like this sure and uh, i think i will say the same thing again that uh, empathy or as we used to say that putting yourself in the customer's shoes when we started our careers is not something again that's new uh right. something that we've been doing for a long time and uh, from a client relationship management perspective it's it's really really important and like you said in times like these it's all the more important to show right. empathy to be mindful of what the other person is going through i would say not just in business sense but on uh, humanitarian grounds as well Absolutely. and i know that i gave a few examples about this earlier but it's important to uh, maintain a human touch while you are managing your customers right. uh, just a lot there are a lot of people who would be happy to talk to you about uh, how they're feeling if there are any challenges that they have aside from the business so i think that's that's really really important that you do that 
Um, as an organization, we've also taken a lot of measures for well-being of our clients, of our employees. So I think that's important. And I was just reading through some uh, articles, and there have been several researches uh, that say that the organizations that embrace innovation with an aim on humanizing the customer experience, they right. have an edge over their competitors. Right. So again, an extension of what I've said earlier, uh, again, all of these goals, the KPIs and SLAs, most of the organizations are able to do that. But as long as uh, you're connected with your customers, you know about the changes and the shifts in their requirements, in their needs, you are in a better position to help them achieve their goals. And if you're able to help them achieve their goals, that will help you in turn to achieve your organization goals. Um, being able to modify the solutions that cater better to the changing needs of your customers. It'll right. put you in a better position uh, from a business perspective. So yeah, I would I would absolutely agree that empathy, uh, being connected to the customers, being available to your customers is very, very important, more in these times than ever. Got it, got it. So uh, being empathetic is really, really important. So in, in, in our world, uh, in the marketing world also, we say that there is no B2C or B2B, it's H to H. It's human to human interaction. You know, the person who signs your check or the person who interacts with you on the phone, it's not a brand, it's a person. So Absolutely. you need to you need to have that connection. Right. All right. So another important tactic during these current times, which we keep hearing is keeping your ears to the ground. So how do you suggest organizations to accomplish that? How can they keep their ears to the ground and stay aware of everything hap that's happening around? in their world as well as their customers world. Yeah, uh, I think I did touch on this a little bit and, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but uh, yes, like you mentioned, um, keeping yourself updated for your customers is very, very important. Uh, the fact remains uh, that we should always be aware of uh, all the developments that are happening. Um, right. And like I said, not just with your client's business, but also with what's happening in the industry right now. Uh, there is an absolute need of more creative solutions these days, uh, which can cater to your clients' needs better at this point of time. And uh, like I said, that gives you the advantage. Uh, how you can successfully implement uh, is something that the best practices that I talked about a little bit, a little bit as well. Uh, keeping the client communication going at all of the times. Uh, creating matrix internally that tells you what's happening with this particular client. It shouldn't be uh, It shouldn't be that all of a sudden something happens and that is when you try to act on it. That's not a reactive approach at all. Completely proactive approach, uh, prioritizing things for the client. And honestly, it takes a lot of efforts from an internal perspective as well. When you are maintaining all these account health matrix, there's a lot of strategy and tactics that goes on during all of these things. It's not just a, just a report that we're creating for the internal team or sometimes for the client as well. We'll be, we're very, very transparent. We share these reports sometimes with the clients as well. We tell them our methodology and strategy as well, that this is how we are making sure that your needs are catered to. If there are changes in your requirements, then this is how we make sure that we don't fall behind that and we're always there a step ahead for you to give you the solution you want so right. when we uh, create all of these mechanisms 
there is a lot of communication that happens internally in terms of uh, okay what are the solutions that we can offer to this client how can we um, they uh, customize our solutions to be able to give to this client so that they can achieve their goals it involves um, getting connected to them to offer that solutions and probably go with a plan a b and c if a doesn't work then we have b and c options it's always to uh, go to your clients with all of that so i think that's a lot of work just staying connected is not that easy uh, all of these things are really really matter from an internal um, prep perspective and also making sure that you are involving your client in this decision making it's not just you can't take these decisions in a silo you got to involve your clients that is i think all um, staying connected is a part of as well that you can't really perform in a silo and just not like i said earlier you can't just um, throw the solutions at them and say okay go figure it that can't happen you have to be with them every step of the way helping them understand and then uh, giving them a plan b and c if they have different requirements because the requirements keep changing very very dynamic all the more so in the situations right now when one doesn't know what's going to happen the other day so i think that's the key that's very very important these days right right very very insightful answer that was so we have some questions coming in from some users as well so some viewers as well so i will keep that for the end so let's proceed with our uh, regular uh, questions so the next thing i want to talk about is customer feedbacks right so how important are customer feedbacks and surveys right now and also how can organizations even successfully gather feedback from clients at the moment okay. i think a very important part that you've touched on i can i think probably talk forever on this one <laughs> but <laughs> again very very important to make sure that we're gathering this feedback at all the times and again sounding like a broken record more important now than ever before uh, although all these strategies all these methodologies have always been there in place how we are utilizing them how we are making use of them for the clients and for ourselves that can change a little bit but it's important to know what your customers customers are thinking about your products about your services and honestly actual voice of customer always has an upper hand in something that you are uh, probably like we're doing our internal methodologies as well when you hear from the actual customer what you're going through that always trumps all the uh, insights you've been sharing there there are there may be many dynamics or variables into play which can be better determined if we hear directly from the customers um, for example when we are what we do right now i'll talk a little bit about what we do right now uh, at nk we have devised various methodologies where we make sure that we are regularly reaching out to our customers uh, capturing their feedback uh, at this point of time it is devised around um, customer experience and business reviews so right. we actually take care of both the aspects so a lot of times customers may not uh, schedule business reviews more more now because people have a lot of other priorities but it's important for us to keep that communication alive like we talked about earlier so there yeah. has to be a mechanism where we're talking to the clients on a regular basis or gathering feedback from them on a regular basis uh, the surveys for example that we have uh, designed they capture the voice of customer related to 
whether we understand your business goals, whether we are able to respond to you in a timely manner. Is our team responsive enough? It, it's being proactive, being responsive, again, going back to the same thing, it's very, very important. And clients take it very seriously. If I have to um, follow up on basic questions and wait for an answer on basic questions, that doesn't put us in a good light with the customer anyway, and from an overall client relationship perspective as well. And so it's important that that's happening. Plus, like I talked about earlier, we actually ask our customers as well that do you really think that our team is aligned with our business goal and with your business goal? So, and it's not necessarily that only the one person that's talking to you knows about your business goal, but a client talks to like 10 different individuals in, the, in that particular team. It's important that everybody is aligned to that vision. If I am talking to a team lead or a manager or a senior manager, everybody should be able to give me an answer that I'm looking for. And nobody should come back and tell me, hey, you know what? I don't really understand what you're trying to say here. So from that perspective, yeah, gathering that feedback, gathering that insight from the uh, clients is very, very important on a regular basis. Um, there are many ways, actually, through which the, uh, the organizations can do that. Um, we're going into the not really going now we've always been there but more so now in the into a digital world um right. we um, have been able to reach out through our um, various links through our to our clients for the surveys it's no longer that um, i want to send you an email and you want to reply to me to that email you can even go to any channel you can answer through your phone through an app on the website on the page so it's it's flexible now for the customers completely and it's all it's easier than ever to be able to give us the feedback so we should absolutely be proactive in uh, reaching out and asking for feedback and honestly if the client had a challenge they'll be very very vocal about it right. everybody is vocal if i like like they say that uh, if i had a good experience i might Say, I might tell my few friends, but if I have bad experience, I will tell Google or social media. <laughs> so right. I'd rather my customers not tell Google, but tell me. So right. I would uh, make sure that I'm always there as an escalation point to you, as as somebody who's always hearing what you have to say. Right. I think that is that is a mechanism that we always need to follow, always need to make sure. And again, it, it goes back to a lot of things that we talked about earlier as well always being there, always being available. Uh, make yourself customers feel that they're heard. It's not that they're just talking to a wall and nobody's telling them anything. So I think that's that's really, really required. Absolutely important from a cust um, the feedback and service perspective. Right, so still still ask, your, ask for feedback. That's the way to improve. So it's uh, whether pandemic or not, always try for feedback. Right. So I think with customer feedback, I think we touched upon a very sensitive subject. There are a couple of questions which have floated in. So I'll, I'll, I would like to get that out of the way. The first question is, has there been a shift in how we survey our clients? Number one, mm -hmm. have the questions evolved based on the situation? And how about, how about technology and frequency of these surveys? Sure. So I would say yes. Uh, the, the mechanism has evolved, definitely. Uh, right. Earlier, and again, it's it's a lot to do with how the how we are uh, going about our businesses these days. 
uh, a lot of co components related to a remote working model, a lot of components related to are you able to connect to whoever you need to like you were able to do earlier. It was easier to get hold of people when they were all in the office in one common space. But it's difficult. It's a little, little challenging now. And, you know, there, there can be technology challenges. Right. Everybody at their home doesn't have a robust um, technology or a framework or a connectivity that can support them all the time. Right. They can always be issues. So some of the questions around that, absolutely, yes, that has evolved. Uh, and we have added that to our mechanism as well, uh, making sure that we are also capturing data points around this and not just going by it the same way that we were going about it earlier. So yes, right. some of the um, questions have changed. About the frequency, I think uh, what we do at the point is, uh, is a quarter feedback survey. Because again, you don't want to bug your client uh, every month, every week. Right. Okay tell us how you feel, tell us how you feel. They might feel offended or they might not like it. So right. a formal feedback methodology, um, that's my opinion, should at least be once a quarter right. where you are able to gather a structured feedback from the clients. Most right. of the business reviews, um, uh, we do our monthly, weekly business reviews as well, but from a quarter business reviews perspective, those are more strategic in nature. Those are more towards um, what are the next steps from a business perspective? How can MK, for example, help me? How can the organization help me? So those are more from a strategic perspective. I think that one uh, structured methodology needs to be there. But uh, there are a lot of ways through which we can gather feedback otherwise also. For example, um, once a month, I can just pick up the phone and call my client and say, hey, everything going good? Are there any challenges that you want to share with me? If there's anything that I can help with, help you with. So we don't really have to wait for this quarter survey to know if there are any issues or any challenges that are bugging our clients at the moment. Right. Our, uh, the client happiness uh, index methodology that I was talking about earlier, that's, uh, that's an internal assessment, like I said. So even if we are not reaching out to the customers every month, we go through that uh, exercise as a team every month so that we know or we are able to assess what our clients are thinking. And then once we get the results at the end of a quarter, we always map those results with our assessment. So that even when the clients are not responding or will respond a month later, we are still aligned and calibrated to what the customers are thinking. That really helps us better assess internally if there is a need to uh, alter the action plans, is there a need to reach out to the client earlier than the once a month call that I probably decided to do that two weeks later, maybe a requirement right now to do that with the client. I think if the clients are not communicating with you, that is a red flag that should go off in your head immediately. Right. Right. Because right. if they don't have anybody to talk to, they're probably thinking of moving away or, to, or talking to other people because you're not talking to them. Right, so right. that's that's very very important so yeah ideally yes uh, i would say that once a quarter but there are different ways different methods to make sure that you're still gathering the feedback without bothering the customers too much right right and i, I think it all boils down to the first point which you started off with you know keeping your ears on the ground you sure. yourself will be able to understand the, is it the right time to ask for a feedback 
mm-hmm. or what what frequency should I follow with this particular customer? All right, that's fantastic. So I hope the questions have been answered. I can't see who asked it because it's LinkedIn is not showing the name. Uh, all right. So the final question for today. After that, I have one more user uh, viewer question: is digital transformation. Digital transformation is another buzzword which has been around, but COVID has given it a lot of limelight. Uh, so, how can digital digital channels be utilized for better client management during times like these? Um, I would say, and I know that I touched on this a little bit earlier, but uh, yes. digital transformation, um, of course, it's an actively discussed topic these days. But that was also true in the late 90s and again in the mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. So nothing, uh, yes, now that the situation is as such that everything is online, everything is virtual, it's being talked about again. But it's, it's the absolute requirement. And um, I would go back to some of the previous episodes of Real Time with MK as well, where Gaurav in the last episode talked about it quite a lot. And then uh, Rahul, I think, uh, covered the data security aspects of it. Because right. with going digital comes the question, is my data secure? Is my information secure? So I think all those uh, were uh, addressed as well earlier about the do's and don'ts but i think uh, it is um, it's highly likely that consumers prefer to use digital channels even after or during this crisis so i think companies really need to accommodate uh, the shift to digital channels for the long haul Um, it's not like i said not something new that's just starting it's been there for a long time and i know that a lot of companies are already doing that so not really don't think it will be a big transformation for a lot of companies uh, a small shift for sure uh, most of the, most of the things for example uh, the video conferencing uh, zoom or any other platforms that is one thing that is the norm now like the, the new normal so to say so that's one thing that's already been utilized uh, the surveys that I talked about are digital. Nobody's just sending emails anymore. There are so many ways for the customers to reach out to you, respond to you from that perspective. Uh, there are multiple channels. Um, from an overall client management and a project management perspective, even if I talk about the implementation of when the client is onboarded to MK, we have actually automated and digitized a lot of things there as well. Everything is online uh, you don't have to send excel sheets or emails to get updates to tell the clients about the status what's the soap uh, what's the current status of this project it's all a click away right you go there you'll be able to see everything all the tasks on the projects how does the timeline or the gantt look like for that particular project so you can you can manage an entire project um, through this you don't have to do uh, any manual work even um, sharing of documents, right? You don't, from a security perspective, you're being asked not to share everything on the email. Right. You are being asked that, okay, let's create a shared location, a secured shared location. You share everything there. And again, it's a click away. I give right. you a link, you go there, you'll be able to get all of your information. Right. So I think, uh, yes, wouldn't say new norm, it's been there. But uh, I think uh, companies who are not there, definitely are looking at this shift 
uh, are definitely looking at all of these uh, ways to be able to connect to the customers in a more efficient manner than a manual environment. A lot of clients these days, um, I'm a part of these new client meetings as well when we go through the uh, implementation. They really call that out as a requirement that we don't want anything manual. We want everything automated, everything digital, as efficient as possible. That's really become a requirement during the discovery sessions, during the new client discussions these days. So I think, yeah, it's absolutely important for us to shift as soon as we can. Right, right. So digital transformation, during COVID, I, I can see a lot of technologies have suddenly got an uptick in the adoption and things like that. Right, so uh, one question, a uh, follow-up question on this itself uh from from a from a viewer innovation is the key right for for managing your business or client relationships etc uh so can you share some examples how mk is improving client happiness index through new initiatives okay. um i would i'll give you a the a small example of what we were talking about customer feedback surveys earlier. Right, right. Um, not necessarily on the digital or the automated part, but more right. about how we improve our methodologies. Right. Uh, so I think uh, a key to any survey is to keep it short and crisp. If you right. send a one page long survey to the client, you're never going to hear back from them. Right, so right. Even though our methodology earlier was uh, I think about eight to ten for eight questions earlier, but we saw that it wasn't really giving us the result that we were hoping for. So we did made it more crisper, uh, took off some of the questions which we thought were not relevant, uh, redesigned the overall methodology, brought it down to five or six questions. That really, really helped us uh, improving our responses by about 25 percentage points right. and that over a quarter so may not be an ideal example of innovation but right. uh, an example of how we could improve things uh, by making changes continuous changes in the methods that we follow these days to make sure right. that we're not falling behind right right so uh, you know again it's, it's an in demand session there's one more question which has come from a viewer uh, how do you analyze the data that you receive back from clients? Any specific tools or techniques? People are asking for real actionable insights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, sure. I I am this question was asked. I was thinking of talking about this a little bit, but um, I think there is no one right way to look at that right. data. Right. Uh, but. I think uh, I'll go back to the KYC, know your customer here. Right. Uh, if your customer understands methodologies like Six Sigma, Lean, uh, absolutely go for it. You should be able to uh, do the entire uh, project management, the entire life cycle and do that. The basics still remain the same. If, if you are just able to slice and dice that information, I think that's one very, very important part of reading the data. You should be able to read that data that's there. Put it in a uh, understandable segmentation first. It's we uh, at MK. There are internal sessions that we do with which we talk about client services 101. There are other sessions which talk about knowledge sharing sessions where we share all of these best practices. 
I am working for a for a client. Let's say I'm working for a BFSI client. There is somebody else who's working for a telecom client. There, it's not that I can't learn from each other. Right. I need to understand what my customer is looking for. Something that a BFSI, uh, something that I did for a BFSI client might be implemented for a telecom client as well. Right. So uh, I would say, from a basics perspective. Uh, segment your data properly first so that you're able to read what's going on. Um, these days, uh, when you put together storyboards, when you put together presentations, it's no longer about just writing, 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 writing. It's, it's a lot about how you can graphically represent that information. Uh, we have loads of options available now where we can use different templates, different presentations uh, to showcase that story. It's, about, it's all about storytelling now. It's, it's not about boring bullet points on the slides anymore. Nobody's interested. And if you go to that, if you go with that presentation to the client, they will end up reading everything that's there and not really listening to you. So you really just have to give a gist of the story and then talk through intelligently about that. If you want to follow the Six Sigma practices, absolutely go ahead. There are logical methodologies there which help you uh, define your problem, measure the issue right now. Of course, involve your client in all that communication. Uh, how you are analyzing the issue, what tools are you using? There are a lot of tools that can be utilized depending on what the client's problem is or what the uh, problem statement or the goal is for the client. So right. I would say while there are some basics, uh, it really depends on what your clients understand. I've had my share of clients where some would say, I want to see Six Sigma tools uh, applied to this project while some would say i want to keep it simple just tell me what's going on here give me two three takeaways that i can take back to my business and take an action on. so i hope i answered the question yes it's absolutely absolutely you gave more than what was asked for <laughs> right so uh, you know i i i forgot to in include this question this is a question i ask every guest of mine how is covid 19 treating mega mehra and her team at the moment uh, I think my team is happy <laughs> staying home. Right. I think uh, initially it was uh, for my team really because uh, we are more sort of supporting everybody like a support function. It was easier. The transition was easier uh, to go to a work from home environment. But I think, like I said, comes a set of challenges with that. How you are coping with your personal life versus professional life. How you are right. able to uh, cope with all of that. There are n number of times, and I think now I've become friends with their wives and their children as well. Because when we are <laughs> on with calls, there is always somebody who wants to say hi. So I'm like, okay, hi. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's a good thing too. Uh, yes, absolutely. It helps. It helps maintaining that rapport, that bond with your team. Uh, but I think yeah, there have been challenges, of course. There are a lot of people who. Uh, for whom which it was not that easy. A lot of people uh, who lost their jobs due to this. So uh, absolutely mindful to that. For us, it was easier and uh, we're glad that we're able to continue in all of this. I think our swift action to moving to this environment to be able to cope with this entire model really, really helped us stay afloat and continue with the business without too much of an impact. So I think, yeah, I think it's good. I, I know that sometimes they want to go to the office and I'm okay with that. Right. But in general, it's been it's been fine. Fantastic. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much. I took a lot of time of yours. Thank you so much for your time and a lot of insight you shared. I'm so happy that you joined today and hope to see you in some other session uh, soon and take care and stay safe. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. All right. That was Mega Mehra, uh, VP uh, Client Services and Relation at Matsan Kumar. What a fantastic session, right? Client engagement or client relationships. Those are the, the, the professionals who are managing that are in a dilemma right now. They don't know how to do it well. They were champions in their work, but now they are in a dilemma. So this, I hope the session helped a lot. Next week on real time, uh, we, yes, I am doing a session next week. We are going to introduce a fantastic service along with a lot of insights for e-commerce organizations across the globe. So keep checking out our Max and Kumar LinkedIn page. I'll be announcing it soon. Exciting service coming for e-commerce organizations. Until then, take care and stay safe. I'll see you all next Wednesday. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Real Time with MK Podcast today. Please follow Real Time with MK Podcast for more exciting episodes on business process outsourcing, e-commerce outsourcing, contact center management, and more.